0: All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy we do not offer tax accounting or legal advice consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation all investing involves risk including the possible loss of principal you should carefully consider investment objectives risks charges and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC.
1: And welcome once again to Invest Wisely. Walt Secura, the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors at the Fairlawn West Office of R.W. Barry Company, is our expert. He is live with us until 9 o'clock. So if you have any questions about the stock market, about your investments in these intriguing times, give us a call. 330-673-1234. That's at Akron. It's toll free. 800-669-4100. Including on WNIR.com. Well, Walt, another, get up-down week on Wall Street, but there was one headline that not only puzzled me, but puzzled a lot of people I talked to. They didn't understand it. After the market had this big drop, the uh, headline was that, uh, that April was one of the best months for the markets in the 1970s. I don't understand, Walt, but I bet you do.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure, Bob. You know, the narratives that have been driving this market obviously have been around the coronavirus, and, um, you know, we saw the huge drop, uh, the 34% drop that uh, got us to the lows in March, and then we saw a massive recovery. Uh, You know, really a lot of good things have happened uh, from the standpoint of monetary policy, fiscal policy. Uh, There seems to be some advances in the potential treatments uh, for the coronavirus. And the market did have its best month uh, since 1987 in April. And then things got a little messy on Friday. And, again, I think we're heading into the hard part of the recovery here. Um, We know that it's going to be tough. Uh, There's a a lot that we have to overcome still. And, um, you know, there's a lot of bad News that's that's going to be coming through. The economy has really grinded to a stop. Um, you know, in, in a lot of cases, we see unemployment rates uh, really rising. Uh, so last week, you know, overall the week uh, ended with the Dow Jones off about fifty-one points. Uh, we finished at twenty-three thousand seven hundred twenty-three sixty-nine. Again, year to date, we're still off about sixteen point nine percent. Uh, The S&P finished uh, pretty flat for the week as well, off about 20 basis points. And again, we're off 12.4% for the year. And the NASDAQ uh, finished at 8,604.95. Again, we're off about 4% uh, year-to-date. So that's where we're standing, Bob. Um, You know, again, there's, there's a lot out there, a lot that I'm sure people are, you know, interested in and concerned about. And, you know, we continue to do our work and continue to try to keep our investors positioned the best they can be.
1: Uh, do you think that we've uh, actually hit past the bottom now and that we'll stay sort of at a mixed market for until the recovery gets underway?
2: Yeah, that's The big question, Bob, I mean, we, we really don't know, you know, we, we could test lows again. Uh, we hope that we don't, we, we really hope that those lows that we saw in March are the lows. Uh, we hope that we hold the best case scenario for us would be just to kind of go sideways um, and allow this uh, economy to get back up and running, see the consumers' uh, confidence come back, people get back to work maybe in the fall, you know, the unemployment rates start to go down, get through the election, and and hopefully we'd be in a better position. And I think from there, the market has the potential to to look a lot better in 2021, 2022, if we look out. Uh, But we know there's going to be a significant amount of challenges, and the market could, could definitely you know, take a turn for the worse in the next few months.
1: We're talking with Walt Secura, over 30 years in the investment business. He is currently the uh, managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors at the Fairlawn West office of RW Baird. And as always, we welcome your questions on stocks, individual stocks that you'll be having. And a Stock Talk, you can call and talk about uh, issues that uh, maybe something that you own now, that you're wondering if this is a good time to to sell, or maybe some offers out there that you're looking at buying. And uh, again, if you have any particular questions about a particular stock, uh, Walt will address those, 330 673 Two, three, four, and once more outside of Akron, or on w1hour.com from anywhere, eight hundred six six nine four one hundred. Well, last week, uh, as always, did bring uh, uh, results from various companies as they reported. Uh, one of them, which I I think a lot of people were surprised at, was from Amazon. Uh, a lot of folks, uh, including yours truly, figured that Amazon, because of everybody staying at home and now not going out and ordering by mail, if you will, would have a boom a month. But uh, that apparently didn't uh, come to fruition.
2: Well, I think, Bob, if you look at their last quarter, they had really good results as far as revenue. So I think that supports that argument. You know, they finished the quarter at $75.5 billion in revenue. Uh, if they compared that to last year, the same quarter, it would have been 59.7%. So they had a 26% revenue growth, and that's a pretty strong growth number as far as revenue. the The problem really was in the earnings shortfall, and that had to do with costs. Uh, so when you look at these companies, you have to understand they have a lot of challenges. They had uh, what they consider a $600 million dollar. Costs related to the COVID nineteen response, um, just trying to create social distancing for their employees. Um, you know, do do a good job. A little bit of higher wages that they had to pay. Uh, they're trying to again hire a lot of new people and train a lot of new people. One hundred seventy five thousand new employees. Uh, so again, that demand surge creates challenges in the short run for companies sometimes, and I think that's what you saw with Amazon. But I think the trend sets up well. You know, as investors yeah you know, we entered the stock this year bob as you know back in the early part of march um you know our our average entry price is about 1802 we're up 26% uh year to date on uh, that position but we really bought it for the next 3 to 5 years we think the trends are there uh we think this um covid-19 has just accelerated the fact that you know, people are adopting Internet purchasing and that type of behavior. Uh, so for us, you know, we look at it long-term. But for the quarter, it's understandable why, you know, they had so many traditional costs and maybe those earnings didn't look as well uh, as they should have. But, again, the revenues were quite strong.
1: Again, we're talking to Walt Sakara about the stocks and then taking your calls and questions about particular stocks at 330-673-1234. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Good
2: morning. I was wondering... Uh, have you found anything better than uh, 1.4 on day-to-day savings or, or 1.29 on money market? Where are you parking the client's money, uh, cash? Yeah, it's it's tough to find short-term rates. Um, those are actually pretty good rates that you're talking about there. Again, if we're if we're looking at the treasury rate, you know, short terms, they're uh, two years at 20 basis points. So you know, when you're when you're finding. Uh, anything above one percent or around one percent in this environment, I think those are pretty good short-term rates. Well, that's at uh, Discover Bank. You know mm-hmm. the, your Discover card, the right? Card you have. Uh, that those are the rates I get at uh, Discover. Yeah, we have a couple. Uh money markets that we use uh, that, you know, again, those rates are fairly competitive around that rate, but it, it's hard. You know, that's just a, the short-term money is really difficult to get good returns on right now. Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you for calling. 330-673-1234 is Stock Talk with Walt Secura of Akron Wealth Advisors and Fairlot. Any questions about stocks or about investing, you're invited to call and talk to Walt live here on WNIR. Uh, another stock, Apple. Apple uh they had some uh, some uh, I guess some doubters that uh had an initial sell off earlier this year, but uh the company seems to be uh, certainly in a contender and uh fighting back. and what has been their uh report for the last three months?
2: Yeah, well it's had a nice recovery from its lows. I mean I think we saw you know a two hundred and twelve dollar price back in March. It's pushed back up to you know the two eighty nine level. Uh you know, the last week it had a good week. Uh, they reported earnings. Uh, really, the services are, you know, performing as expected. You know, the company was really trying to, you know, change its its uh, movement towards services. Again, that would be things like the Apple TV+, Plus, uh, their music, their movies, uh, it, you know, a lot of the service type of uh, applications that they have. And that, that had a good quarter. Um, they, they eked out a little bit of profitability. Um, so, you know, if you look at their sales, they were up 1%, and their earnings were up 4% for the quarter. Uh, That's pretty impressive considering that they had to slow down a lot sooner than a lot of companies here domestically. You know, they were kind of slowed down over in China where a lot of their supply chain got disrupted. So uh, for Apple to come through and and have that kind of quarter, I mean, it's quite impressive. Uh, And they continue to be such a well-run company. Uh, incredibly impeccable balance sheet with a tremendous amount of cash. And, uh, you know, they're going to get through this. And, again, we look at them over the next three to five years, and we continue to like Apple.
1: And Facebook, you bought actually Facebook uh, early in March of this year at $171 a share. You put it both in your core equity and your empowering women portfolio. And uh, it seems to have uh, stabilized its advertising revenue. And um, in spite of everything, uh, people are still uh, using Facebook.
2: They are. Um, you know, they saw their users uh, jump by 11% in the quarter. Again, a strong quarter for Facebook. I think there was a lot of concern about slowdown, but they stabilized uh, revenues at $17.7 billion, up 18%. Uh, made a $5.7 billion investment into India's internet giant geo platforms. Uh, you know, again, they're looking at growth outside of the United States. And um, they had an opportunity to uh, make that investment, and that probably really bodes well for them as far as uh, more active users and more advertising revenue down the road.
1: And uh, Microsoft, uh, again, another uh, classic stock in the modern world. Uh, how are they doing?
2: Yeah, Microsoft, again, hitting on all cylinders. Uh, this company has just uh, you know done very, very well. The quarter, they had a 15% revenue increase. Uh, they were $35 billion and earnings were up about 23%. They they continue to really do well, Bob, with their uh, cloud computing. Uh, you know, if you look at that segment, the, the growth has been quite impressive. Uh, that's their Azure product. And, again, just to remind our listeners what cloud computing is, it's really that movement uh, to really delivering everything over the Internet. You know, uh, computing services such as servers, storage, databases, networking, uh software analytics uh, a lot of what's happening out there uh you know in in business uh, they can deliver a lot of this you know st- in a streaming me- method through the internet which makes uh work a lot easier to be done in remote locations and uh, allows this this type of a work from home type of environment to work very very well uh the security of data and protecting data is is more important than ever and again Microsoft is right at the center of all that
1: and, of course, you uh, have had that in your, uh, your portfolios for some time. Uh, Honeywell is another stock that you haven't talked about, but it's in your core equity portfolio. Uh, of course, they were famous at one point for doing a lot of uh, uh, thermostats and home heating things, but now their big deal is industrial work, and especially with, the, with airplanes and the aircraft industry. Well, of course, the aircraft industry, airplanes, airlines are getting battered. Uh, what is your outlook on Honeywell for this, uh, for this term?
2: Yeah, we've owned honeywell for a long time bob it's been a core holding in our core equity portfolio but uh they had a rough quarter and we expected that you know sales were off about five percent uh they did it managed eke out a little bit of earnings growth again that was from management of expenses more than anything but uh they you know they're taking kind of a one-two punch uh you know their commercial airline uh business and also the plunge in crude oil prices really you know, kind of impacted the company Again, this is a company though we like for a lot of reasons. They again have a lot of cash on their balance sheet as well, almost nine billion dollars of cash on hand, and uh, the dividend growth has been impressive. It looks like they'll be able to continue that this year. They've had nine years of dividend growth. Um, you know, they back in 2014 they were paying a dollar eighty-seven a share. Uh, they're paying three thirty-six going into this year, about a twelve percent uh, growth year over year. So. A lot of reasons to like Honeywell, and again, hopefully they can continue to weather the storm here in the short run and, you know, come out of this a little bit stronger, uh, you know, as, as the, the economy starts to recover.
1: And finally, Starbucks. I know one of your favorites that uh, you've been in for a while, they, uh, of course, like everything else, I saw a drop-off in business in the original uh, lockdowns of, of COVID. they also also a huge presence in, in China. Uh, what What is their outlook? How are they looking?
2: Yeah, this might give us a little insight, Bob, into how quick the recovery is going to be. And it's probably going to be slow and hard. Um, You know, Starbucks had a rough quarter. They were off uh, 5% in revenue, 47% in earnings. And, you know, the CEO there, Kevin Johnson, really talked about it's slow. And uh, they're they're not seeing the amount of traffic uh, back in China that they expected. Um, uh, They're going to have about 90% of their stores opened up here by the early part of June in the U.S., but again, this might be a good indication of that store traffic might might be a little bit slower to come back. I, I know the drive-in traffic is unbelievable. I tried to pull over to Starbucks on Friday to get a coffee, and uh, they had that thing lined up uh, quite, quite a ways all the way back to the uh, mustard seed. So I, I think, the, you know, where the drive throughs are available, you know, they're probably doing very well. But those storefronts that rely on walk-in traffic, it, it might take a while for those stores to come back up online.
1: Let's take another call for Walt Sakira of Akron Wealth Advisors. You're on WNIR. Go ahead.
2: Hi. Uh, good morning. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, Walt, uh, how much uh, do you use uh, options in your investing? You know, we have not traditionally been a big option user. Uh, There was points in my career where we did a lot of covered call writing um, where basically we were protecting, you know, positions, trying to drive a little bit more income into the portfolios. Um, I think, you know, for us, that's that was the use that we've had. Um, I did have some aggressive traders that I worked with in the past that we looked at uh, buying long-term, you know, call options, leaps. Uh, more for, you know, performance and in leveraging positions a little bit. But, uh, you know, we're very familiar with them. We know how to use them. Uh, most of our clients, though, tend to be, you know, pray, straight uh, stock, bond, cash investors, and uh, long-term investors. Okay. Uh, are there any uh, books or resources or websites that you can recommend to, to learn about options? Oh yeah, there's a lot of really good. Um, you know, I think just going to the option website, um, the CBOE. I think there's some really good materials out there. Um, if you want to give me a call during the week, I can pull out some of those titles for you. I'd be happy to, you know, pass those along to you. Again, you're you're more than welcome to call the office, and I'll give you a, give you a little bit of insight where to look for uh, some good good. Uh, Knowledge on that area. Okay, and you said there's an options website. Yeah, if you go to the CBOE, which is the Chicago Board of Ex- Options Exchange, um, they have some you know basic uh, material out there that helps explain options, and you know a few brochures and so forth that you can download. Okay, thank you very much.
1: Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. What's great? We're talking to Walt Secura, of Akron Wealth Advisors. As you can at 330-673-1234 or eight hundred six six nine four. 100. Of course, Walt, you've often talked about uh, consumer spending drives the market, and uh, I would assume that you would agree that the economic recovery rests on getting consumers to spend. Uh, I did see, uh, again, uh, one of the uh, Wall Street experts uh, commenting on this uh, just the other day, and he was saying that basically until we get an either a good uh, medical treatment for the COVID or get a vaccine, he doesn't see that consumers will really start to spend and come out of their, as he said, come out of their uh, their caves, Uh, until we can be completely confident that this situation is under control. Now would you agree or disagree with that?
2: Yeah, Bob, I I think this is a fascinating area. Uh, You know, I did, when I was at Kent State, I did teach a number of courses on consumer behavior, so this is an area that's very interesting to me. Uh, We know that we live in a consumption economy. Again, about 67.6% of our economy is based on what consumers do, you know, what you and I do with our money, Bob, what the listeners do with their money. and. If we're not spending, that's going to be tough to overcome. You know, the government only makes up about 8% of, of our gross domestic product. So when you're talking about a $22 trillion economy, uh, you know, 70%, almost 70% of our economy is is consumer-driven. Uh, a couple key items that I was, you know, I've been looking at over the past week, you know, uh, credit cards going into this uh, reach $1.1 trillion. Uh, we've seen a 34% decline in credit card use, so that there definitely is showing behavior out there that people have slowed their spending. Uh, we know there's psychological impacts. You know, people age uh, over 65 are about one-fifth of the spending out there. And, you know, I think those people over 65 are probably going to be a little bit slower, you know, to re-enter and, and go back to normal. Uh, as a matter of fact, Gallup did a pool, poll, um, a survey where, You know, one-fifth of Americans that they polled, about 20%, said they're ready to go. You know, they're ready to go back to normal. And about 70% said they were going to wait and see what that other 20% would have looked like when they got out there and went back to normal. So, so, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are going to take that wait-and-see, you know, attitude. And another key entry point, Bob, that I saw, you know, insight is that 53% of households out there have no buffer. They have no savings. Uh, And that's pretty amazing to me. And, again, even households over $150,000 in income, 25% of those, you know, are are reporting that they have no buffer or no savings. So I I just think we're in a time where when people start worrying about their jobs and they start slowing down and that behavior's changed a little bit, you know, it's probably going to take some time for us to see people to go back to, to what we, again, put in quotations and talk normal behavior.
1: And, of course, last week, in fact, Saturday, uh, the Berkshire Hathaway had their annual meeting there in Omaha, Nebraska, that, of course, Warren Buffett's company. And I did see a crawl where they were reporting a loss of $52 billion dollars for the quarter uh, a lot of people respect Warren Buffett even the lay people that uh, uh, hear about him and read his books and, uh, think he has a has a good aspect on the market uh, what about your opinion about how he's handling this uh... what that report might have shown and if you still have the uh, uh, same uh, you might say uh, admiration for him as you had before
2: yeah i have a lot of admiration for warren buffett um you know I like his folksy attitude I, I like his humble beginnings and and his approach to investing I think he's very believable in the way that he approaches um, it shows that even Warren Buffett can have a, a rough quarter I you know I think he just reported yesterday that you know they sold off all their airline holdings uh, during the quarter so you know they they sold Delta Southwest Airlines American Airlines United Airlines so they moved away uh, from a lot of that they built a lot of cash and you know they're really not putting it back in so i think even it shows berkshire hathaway in tough times uh... has to adapt and change uh, i think that's one of the things that i really like about warren buffett you know i, I think when you you talk about an you know an intelligent reasonable man as uh, somebody that adapts to the world around him and i think that's one of the principles that we believe in you have to be adaptable uh, you have to continue to grow and you have to continue to look for insights and and apply those but I think you know the unreasonable man is one that you know persists to to think the world will adapt around himself and and so again that's what you know, one of the things we really like about Warren Buffett we we like his approach uh to analyzing companies uh we think that's really a way the way it should be done uh you know looking at uh You know, things that really matter, like return on equity and debt levels and capital expenditure needs, growth in cash and earnings, Um, uh, you know, not just getting so caught up in stock price, um, you know, really thinking about things like a long-term investor.
1: Now, of course, uh, with Acron Wealth Advisors, you, are, you do invest your clients' money in individual stocks. These are not uh, mutual funds. These are individual stock portfolios that you create. And uh, uh, this is a, you know, a, a tenet of your entire investment philosophy, individual stocks versus the mutual funds or, or annuities. And, uh, once again, uh, uh, are you still confident investing in individual stocks uh, when the market uh, is uh, facing these challenges?
2: More than ever, Bob more than ever. These these are the times that really confirm to me that, you know, that focus on individual stocks and individual companies is the way to invest. And again, you know, we're invested in things we know. We know why we own them. Uh, we we have a lot of confidence in what we're doing. And and I think our clients do as well because, you know, we're talking to them about specific investments. We're not caught up in fear and, and, and you know, emotions and, you know, what the market's doing. Uh, we, we, we really take a look back just like we did during the show, and when you talk about each one of these companies and you can really tear them apart and you know why you own them and, and what they're doing, uh, that kind of transparency, I think, builds a lot of confidence. Confidence builds, you know, commitment, and, you know, I think to be successful in investments, you have to be confident and you have to be committed uh, to the long term.
1: And, uh, again, when, are your clients uh, particularly concerned? Are they uh, calling your office a lot and they expressing worries about uh, you know, whether or not they're going to have they have their investments and their, their savings uh, with this market?
2: We get very few phone calls coming in, Bob. I think people are amazed when they come visit us. Our phones aren't ringing off the hook. Um, we make a lot of outgoing phone calls. I mean, I think that's one thing my partner, Dan Strebeler and myself and my, our group here, uh, Allison Himes, to Schechter, I think we do an amazing job of, Picking up the phone and calling people and having meaningful conversations, let them know that we're on their, you know, they're on our minds, and uh, we know what we're doing, and you know, making sure that if they have those concerns, we're addressing them before they even become concerns. And uh, I think that's what a good financial advisor does, a wealth advisor is, uh, you know, they communicate, they educate, and uh, we're definitely committed to doing that on an everyday basis.
1: And, of course, you all do provide other kinds of planning. As we mentioned, to do financial planning or retirement planning. They'll review estate plans. They'll do tax reviews, which uh, a lot of people are still doing since the deadline was extended. They can look at uh, stretch IRA illustrations. They can do uh, all kinds of Roth conversion analyses, Social Security analyses, stock options analyses, uh, transaction tax analyses. So it's not just investing somebody's money in a, in a portfolio of stocks and then uh, kind of see you later. They can take care of the entire uh, gamut of your financial concerns. So we encourage you to give uh, give Walt a call, 234-466-7476. Once again, they're at 3560 West Market Street in Fairlot. And they're affiliated with the Robert W. Barrett & Company Private Wealth Management uh, Division. And uh, also, additionally, too, we can talk about not only that, but... uh, talk about now that we're entering into a a, a gradual or a slow uh, resumption of some sort of normal business here in Ohio. Uh, what about your services and what you're doing to uh, again to follow those rules, protect the clients? Because a lot of you can do is over the phone, which is wonderful over the phone, the internet, and uh, that's been a, a staple, which I'm sure is con- con- continuing. But you know, are you still can you take in-person visits now from clients, or how are you handling that?
2: But we're not taking an in-person visits, Chip Bob. Uh, um, you know we're following the guidelines, um, you know, Ohio, and we're following the guidelines of our company at Baird, and uh, you know they put client safety first. Uh, Baird has been on the uh, Fortune 100 best places to work for 18, the last 18 years. They rank very high. They take care of their employees. They they put the human element very, very first, and. Uh, you know, as much as they would like to reserve business as usual and get us out there meeting, you know, new prospects and building the business, they realize that safety comes first. So uh, we can use a lot of technology, as you said, Bob. We have the ability to do virtual meetings. Um, uh, you know, people really want to see us. We can do that as well. But, I mean, you know, from our end, we're able to... Uh, share data, share information very easily, uh, do the analysis that we're able to do and and handle business. And uh, I'm sure it won't be too long. We'll be back to normal and be able to see people face-to-face again.
1: Again, Walt they're in Fairlawn, 234-466-7476, Akron Wealth Advisors. Uh, again, even though things are changing and things are challenging, it's not a bad time to revisit your investment philosophy. If you're, retirement, if you're planning for your retirement, if you're currently in retirement and want to see a more effective use of your money, give them a call and, and see what they can do for you. So we have another week coming up, the first week of May, the first week of a new quarter. As much of the country is trying to, to gradually reopen, what do you see happening next week?
2: Well, Bob, we'll continue to look at things that matter. Uh, we're, we've got a lot of earnings reports out next week. Um, you know, we'll continue to test this uh, stay-at-home um, you know philosophy of what, what companies are benefiting. We see companies like Activision and Electronic Arts, two big gaming, gaming companies, report on Tuesday. Disney uh, will report their earnings on Tuesday. And, of course, their new Disney service will see the growth of that. Um, and again, we'll, we'll continue to look at uh, other reports during the week. There's some economic data, obviously the non-farm payroll report on Friday uh, will give us a real look into that employment number. Uh, so lots to pay attention to this week.
1: And, of course, if you want to talk to Walt, as we said, uh, this will not be a bad time to to set up an account with Walt. In fact, many would say this is the best time to get involved in the market where there are so many buying opportunities. You can give him a call at 234-466-7476 here in Akron. It's one of those uh, newer exchanges, but it is in Akron. Then Fairlawn, 234-466-7476. If you'd like to dial a toll-free number, they have one of those, too, at 844-388-4953. 844-388-4953. Or again, locally for Walt Sekira, Akron Wealth Advisors, 234-466-7476. 234-466-7476. Tell them you heard him And WNIR, Kent Akron. Walt, you stay safe. Have a very good week. We'll talk to you again next Sunday. Thanks, Bob.
2: During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Amazon.com, symbol A-M-Z-N, Facebook Inc., symbol F-B, Honeywell International Inc., symbol H-O-N, Microsoft Corporation, symbol M-S-F-T, and Starbucks Corporation, symbol S-B-U-X. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of companies discussed during today's broadcast.